Welcome to Breaking Butterfly, the podcast for the girls who want more out of life. I'm your host, Maddie Maple, confidence and business coach, motivational speaker, and six-figure entrepreneur. I'm here to lead you into ultimate confidence, feminine leadership, and help you create the life of your dreams. So if you're ready for your next up level, let's go. Another episode of Breaking Butterfly. I'm so, so grateful you're here. Today, I have a very special guest. Very special. Well, she's special, and it's especially special because we got to do this interview in person. Um, and my guest is Jess, uh, otherwise known as Moon Bloomer on Instagram, and her her shop is Moon Bloomer. Um, but I have been meaning to like meet up and and hang out with Jess for a really long time. We've just met over Instagram and really vibed and connected. Um, and we finally got to meet in person and hang out all day and record together, and it was just so fun, so magical. Um, this is definitely one of my favorite episodes with a guest because I feel like coming back with the kind of like this new energy of Breaking Butterfly, you know, my little rebrand relaunch thing, one of my intentions or one of the things that I really wanted to share was like women's in- inspiring success stories. Like I really want to show people you know, that we see as like successful or like they've, they've made it like in their business or relationships or whatever it is, um, you know, really showing like where they came from and the, the full journey of how they got to where they are now, because a lot of times we don't see that. And I think, you know, what's more motivating or inspiring or provides more value than, you know, sometimes hearing these stories and really realizing like what's possible for you and, you know, what it, what it took for some people to get to where they are. Um, and so this is one of my favorites because I think Jess has just one of the most, um, cool stories about just like fear and failure and resilience and not giving up and, um, just passion and drive. And I didn't even know really about her entrepreneurship story before, she came over and then she kind of shared it with me and I was just like, oh my God. Of course, I set out this intention of like, this is really the energy I want to share. And then she just shows up with such a powerful story of like exactly what I'm wanting to share with you guys. So um, yeah, wow, this this episode's really good. I'm, I'm recording this after we did, already did the interview. So I, I can tell you, it's really good. Um, We really talk about everything entrepreneurship, you know, the highs, the lows. We get super real, super transparent, super authentic just about, yeah, like what our journeys have actually looked like and again, the highs, the lows and everything in between really and, and just what it looks like to have your own business and be on that journey of entrepreneurship. So I think it's really important to have these real conversations about what it really looks like and what actually went into it um 
just to help inspire and, and help educate and, and give, give value about entrepreneurship. So I am very, very excited to play this one for you guys. I hope you absolutely love it. Um, and I feel like there was something else I was going to say, but I don't think there is. So I'm going to go ahead and play the episode of um, me and Jess. And yeah, just hope you guys love it. All right, guys, I am here with Moon Bloomer, <laughs> the one the one and only Moon Bloomer. And holy shit, I just feel so grateful right now to be doing this in person and not over video. I mean, we've known each other for how long? Like Maybe like six months. Maybe six months. Okay, it feels like a lot longer. I was going to say, like, we've known each other on Instagram for like two years. It really? really no, I don't think so. It hasn't been that long. But yeah. I feel like I've known you forever and yeah. have like just just sitting here with me like right now in my office is the fucking craziest thing in the world and if you don't know can I say Jess yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) we're trying to decide should I just call you moon bloomer it's just mysterious it's mysterious and cute but Jess like (laughs) if you don't know Jess if you don't know moon bloomer on Instagram and Twitter she is an entrepreneur an artist a creative She's so fucking cute, and <laughs> she runs a successful shop called Shop Moon Bloomer, um, and I'm just, like I said, so, so grateful to have you here on Breaking Butterflies. So go ahead and say hello, introduce yourself, and just, <laughs> I know I just introduced you and said a lot about you, but go ahead and just tell them a little bit more, you know, what you do, where you're located, anything fun that you want to tell us to just, like, get to know you a little bit better. So, yeah, I'm Moon Bloomer or Jazz, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> um, I just moved to San Diego, like, I think a month ago now it's been, maybe a little bit more. Mm. I don't know. Time is an illusion. Time is but, an illusion. Um, I'm originally from Florida, and a year ago I moved to Portland, Oregon to go full time with my business. And my dream for the last, like, six years of my life has been to move to San Diego, and I'm finally here, and I'm just so happy. And I can't believe I'm, like, here in this room recording with you after just, like, following each other on social media for so long and, like, listening to your podcast. Like, craziest thing in the world. Being in different states, just, like, listening to your podcast every day and now, like, being here, like recording on it it's just so crazy but I'm so excited I'm so grateful to be here yeah. I feel like we've known each other forever and we're like best friends like, yes we talked about it on Instagram like we knew once we met we were gonna be like instant best friends and like yeah I literally feel like you're like <laughs> I've literally been talking to Henry about Jess for so long like I'll literally you'll post something on Instagram you can even ask him you'll <laughs> post something on Instagram and I'll be like babe look how cute she is I'm like, I love her. And she's like, <laughs> I do the same she? thing. I do the same thing with my husband. I'm always like, Maddie Maple, Henry, like, yeah. <laughs> he I knows all about it. you. Everyone does. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I love it. We're I'm obsessed a- with each other. I know, I'm it's obsessed perfect. with you. <laughs> it's so fun. I know she, like, you came down here a couple months ago and we didn't get to meet and I was so sad. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm moving there. I'm like, okay. Best Perf- friends. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, we're like two hours away from each other, but. It's it's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, distance does nothing. Compared to Oregon or Florida, it's nothing. Totally. Um, So today, me and Jess want to like really talk about business and have like a really fucking real conversation about business because we 
um, obviously are both entrepreneurs and I feel like something we've kind of been talking about is like I feel like entrepreneurship and business can sometimes be like glamorized in a sense or like you don't see like everything that goes on or the ups and the downs and like really like what got us here like we've just both been sharing like our struggles and the things that like got us here like the very like start of our journey the start of our businesses and we've both gone through like really similar things yeah but I feel like it's just not talked about enough I mean I guess I do talk about like the things I'm going through a lot but it's just not talked about enough so we want to have like a super real conversation about entrepreneurship and business and you know every pretty much just everything that comes comes along with it so to start I mean just dive into your story like tell us about <laughs> your past and the start of your business and let's just kind of like dive into it go from there yeah. yeah so I graduated high school in 2015 and I went to a private Christian school my whole life so oh, really? like very sheltered very like I'm also the oldest kid in my family, so I feel like I grew up being like, I'm going to go to college and get a job, and it was never, like, a question because that's just, like, what everyone did. It was expected. You're never, like, oh, like, maybe I don't want to do that or maybe I want to do something else. Like, no, you're going to graduate high school. Yeah. You're going to go to college. You're going to get a job. So that's what I did. Well, I tried to do. I graduated yeah. college and – no, I graduated high school, <laughs> and I went to college – and after my first year, my first year was very eye-opening for me, going mm. from, like, a very, very small religious school. There was 100 kids in my graduating class. Oh, Jesus. And, and that was in Florida? Yeah, that was okay. in Florida. And then I went to a super big college. It was instantly just, like, culture shock. Like, I feel like I was in a little fishbowl my whole life, and then I got, like, plopped into the ocean, and I was yeah. just, like drowning honestly so like I started college right away and after my first year I was just like you know what this, is this isn't it. it like this isn't what I want to do I couldn't pick a major I changed my major so many times and I just knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur I knew that I wanted to create my own thing and <clears throat> I knew that I wanted it to have an impact I knew that I wanted to inspire people and I didn't know like exactly how I was going to get to that point but I just knew that like for me college was not it yeah so I dropped out like was, was that just like a feeling would you say of just like you just knew or were there like almost like telltale signs because I feel like a lot of people and probably people listening are in college and they're kind of getting that feeling like even a lot yeah. of my clients like they are in college they're starting to see it's not for them but some of them feel like I feel like I just need to like wait it out and just do this I don't know what was like your thought so let process me tell there? you let me tell you because I knew like early on deep down that it wasn't it mm. but this was like five or six years ago I feel like now it's a little more normal for people to like not go to college but yeah. back then it was like that's what you're you dropping out of college that's like not a thing like yeah no like fucking finish college and so the first time that I dropped out, I dropped out multiple times. I ended up, like, going back and dropping out again because oh, interesting. I just felt like I knew deep down it wasn't what I wanted, but it's like everyone was like, you have to go to college. You're not going to be successful if you don't go to college. Mm. And so after my first year, I dropped out. 
I got a job at a pizza shack. Mm-hmm. My, I stayed in my college town because I didn't have anywhere else to go. I was broke. So I started working in a pizza shack and I started my website. Mm-hmm. So this was July of 2016. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make jewelry. I'm going to sell jewelry. Yeah. And I'm going to go from there. And it did not go well um, at I all. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't know any of this. Like, I honestly... I don't know. I just thought you were, like, successful from the get-go. Like, yeah. Just no, not thing. at all. Not at all. Like, yeah. I'll dive into details, but, like, long story short, I started my online shop in July of 2016, mm-hmm. and I didn't get my first order until October of 2017, so over a year. So Crazy. I'm sure you can imagine, like, how shitty that felt, and it's, like, yeah. it makes you second-guess everything, so backtracking a little I was working at the pizza shop I was making jewelry trying to sell it not selling it um the pizza job was like a cashier position so it was just like nine an hour it like wasn't Mm. it so I got a second job like actually serving so that I could actually pay my bills and I did that for I think one semester and then I went back to school because I started doubting myself and I started listening to everybody and everyone was like you need a degree to be successful. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to be a server your whole life? Like, just go get a business degree if you want to, like, have a business so bad. Like, I hate that so much. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, I went back and I changed my major, like, three or four more times. Like, I was in special education, normal education, art history, business, studio art. Like, I tried it all for, like, the first two years of, like, college. And I kept working as a server. I kept, like, trying to do my business on the side. I kept wasting all these money on classes that I didn't give a shit about. Like, I wasn't showing up. I was failing just for absences. Like, I just didn't care. And it got to the point I was one class away from my AA degree. Literally. So, like, your two-year degree. And I was like, I'm fucking done. So I dropped out the middle of the semester. was literally one class away from my first degree. And I was like... I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not happy. I'm wasting money. Like, I felt like I was grasping at straws at that point, like, trying to get a degree that I just didn't care about. And I'm like, why am I going to take out student loans and go into debt for a career that I don't want, a career I'll never be able to pay back the student loans with? Yeah. It just wasn't for me. But I was at that point where it's like, okay, well, your shop is like not making money like yeah. you're a server like what are you gonna do and I didn't know the answer like yeah. I didn't like straight up and so I spent two more years after that in my college town just serving just mm-hmm. making jewelry and when I got here today I showed her my website because I've had the same website for five years yeah and it'll show you like the analytics for each year and it said like <laughs> 2016, zero dollars. 2017, it was like 157 dollars for the year. Yeah, for the year, the entire year. Like that was how many sales I got. Like, and that didn't even count like supplies or like shipping or anything. Yeah. And like 2018, I think was only like 300 dollars. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, my shop was not it, but I knew that college wasn't it either, and I knew that like. If I kept putting work into my shop, eventually it would pay off. So I just like, I don't want to say that I didn't give up because there were a few times where I was like completely just like drowning and feeling like a failure. So I was just like serving and like 
being like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know if this is going to work out. But I would always go back to it in the end. Like, even if I took, like, a month or two months off, I was like, no, I'm going to go back and I'm going to try again. Yeah. I just kept trying. I just kept trying. And I reached the point where um, it had been four years in my college town. So, like, everyone I started going to college with was graduating and, like, getting big girl jobs and, like, leaving. And... I was still still lost. I was still clueless. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I don't want to be a server forever. I don't want to stay in this college town forever. I knew I wanted to live in California one day, but I knew that I wasn't like anywhere close to there yet. So I was like, I don't know what to do, but I know I need to do something different. So I moved back to South Florida for Mm -hmm. one year and I said, okay, I'm going to spend this year really saving money really going into my business I'm gonna go to California and then again that didn't happen I yeah. I moved back to South Florida and my shop was doing a lot better like it was certainly yeah it was making like a couple thousand um but it wasn't enough to be like a full-time artist it wasn't enough to move to California I didn't feel like at that point I could justify like why I dropped out of college like and I got really sad about it and I started like letting what everyone was saying like start to get to me like I was seeing all these people that graduated college like starting these big people jobs and like moving on with their life and it wasn't that I like regretted it because that was what I wanted to do because I knew like if I had graduated college and got a job like that I still wouldn't have been happy yeah but I knew like where I was at like I wasn't happy and I was like I don't know like what to do but I'm just gonna keep trying because nothing else is gonna make me happy so yeah I just have to find a way to do this and so I did that for almost a year and that got me into 2020 and that was when the pandemic started and so at that point I think I had made six thousand dollars in 2019 like yearly yeah from my shop in 2020 was the pandemic so I was a server I was working in a restaurant and in March when everything closed obviously my restaurant closed and immediately I was like fuck because like I had (laughs) my shop but it wasn't doing anything yeah and like the only thing that was open was like grocery stores and Home Depot and shit and I actually didn't tell you this part, but yeah. the day that um, my restaurant closed and I found out I was unemployed, yeah. I was like, fuck. I went and I applied to every Target, every Walmart, every Home Depot. Really? And I got a cashier job at Home Depot like three days later. Really? 13 an hour. And at first I was like, like, thank you, universe. Yeah. Like, I am thrilled. so lucky. I am so grateful to like have a job in this pandemic. Like, yeah. so many people just lost their job. Like, I feel so lucky. Like, thank you for this Home Depot cashier position. Like, yeah. thank you. I remember leaving the interview after getting the job and sitting in the car and doing the math. And it was 13 an hour. And yeah. so I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, 13 an hour, 40 hours a week. That's not even half my bills covered. And I just remember being like, fuck, like, what am I going to do? And I couldn't get unemployment at that point because Home Depot hired me. So I couldn't get unemployment for my restaurant closing Yeah, because I got offered a job. Yeah, And so 
I quit Home Depot like right away. I didn't even show up the next day like really? for the training. I was like, I'm not doing this. Like it's now or never. Like it's time. Yeah. And so another thing, I don't know if I told you. So our restaurant closed down the beginning of March. The second week, like after, my car got stolen. Oh yeah. From my parking lot I outside my apartment. And I was a dumb fuck, you know. I was a server, so all I ever had was cash. I had no savings account. I had $500 in cash for my last shifts, like, before my restaurant closed, and it was all in my car. So my car got stolen with literally every last penny I had. I didn't have a savings account. My rent wasn't paid. That was all my cash, like, my wallet, my license, my passport, like, everything just gone. And they ended up finding my car two weeks later. It was totaled, and it was stripped. So I never got anything back. I was just going to say, was the money in there? (laughs) No. Fuck no. It was all gone. So I literally, like, I feel like that was, like, one of the first defining moments in my, like, entrepreneurship career because it was, like, I know I didn't have nothing because I had, like, a roof over my head. Like, I had people that loved me. Like, I could have been far worse, but I really did not have much like I had no money I had no job yeah, and like being very positive now about I had it. no thinking, fucking like, car you had nothing like <laughs> literally nothing and like I remember the cops came because like I went down to go to the gym yeah. and my car was gone and I start walking around I'm like did it get towed and I'm like it didn't get towed like I have my own parking spot like yeah. it wouldn't have been towed so I'm walking around and I'm thinking I'm like it got stolen it's gone yeah. and so I text my boyfriend and I'm like, my car's not here. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, my car's not here. And he comes down. He's like, you need to call the cops. Yeah. So, like, we call the cops. And, like, deep down in that moment, I knew I was not getting my car back. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone was kind of optimistic. My boyfriend was like, oh, like, I'm sure they'll find it. Like, there's cameras. It's gated. Like, they're going to find it. The cops are like, yeah, we usually find it. And I was like, okay. But deep down, I knew, like no bitch like this is like (laughs) your before story like it's happening like this is it and it was like it was stressful but again I just had like this deep down gut feeling like it's happening like it's time like this is where I just have to go for it so I went back in my house and I gathered all the clothes I could find that I didn't really wear like shoes like home stuff and I went on Facebook Marketplace. I went on OfferUp. I sold, like, everything that I could. And I made, like, $150. And I ordered jewelry supplies with that. And I made earrings. And I was like, I've done this so many times. And it's never worked out. But I just, like, know like, that this, this time, it. like, yeah. this is it. Like, the universe has a timing for everything. And I just, like, knew, like, this was going to be the beginning. Like, yeah. I knew it was going to be hard. But it was, like what other choice do you have bitch like you don't have a car like and this was also um this was a few months before my lease ended and my plan was already to move across the country (laughs) at the end of my lease in my car that was now gone that's now gone (laughs) so it's like I have no money I have no job my lease is ending in a few months I'm supposed to start over a whole new life across the country like (laughs) <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, how the fuck are you going to get there? Like, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. And so 
I made those fucking earrings. I did everything I could to, like, be positive, to manifest. Like, I went all out taking pictures. Like, I did everything I could to, like, get on social media. Yeah. And they just started selling. And so I sold, I think I made 12 pairs of earrings in that first drop. And I took all the money and immediately just bought more supplies to make, like, a bigger drop. And I just kept doing it. And I just kept doing it. Um, And I think about two months went by. And then the pandemic obviously didn't end, but things started, like, opening up a little bit, that first wave. Yeah. And so restaurants reopened, and they were like, hey, like, you can come back and work. I was like, fuck yeah, like, let me go back to work. Like, I was like, give me all the shifts, like, I'll open, I'll close, like, no breaks. Like, I'm there, like, I'm ready to work, I'm ready to make money. Yeah. And it only took, like, a week, bro, (laughs) before I just was like, no miserable and like I had been at that job for like a year and a half and um there was a college in the town that my restaurant was in so a lot of people that worked there were like in college and only worked part-time yeah but like I was a full-time worker like my managers knew like doubles closers like that was me yeah and they could tell like (laughs) kind of pretty quick because my whole like demeanor was different I was just like yeah I was literally moping around the fucking restaurant, just, like, walking circles, like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Like, it, like, I can't just go back to normal. Like, my normal. You had shifted way too much by then. I was so depressed being a server. Like, I had been, at that point, like, four and a half years just, like, full-time serving, like, being miserable, just feeling like I was stuck. And those two months of, like, felt like freedom like I was broke as fuck don't get me wrong like my life was not I mean my car got stolen like I had no money like my life was not like the best I don't want to say like it wasn't good but it was happening (laughs) I wasn't doing that great okay but I was like I can't go back to like what was normal before and just like fall back into that cycle of serving and paying my bills and having no money left over and just serving and paying my bills like I felt like I was just existing and not like living my life yeah and so it was a Saturday I was on a double and the whole brunch shift I was just like not into it my manager calls me into the office like on the break he's like what's going on and I look at him and I'm like crying like it was like a very emotional like hard decision because like I had been at that restaurant for a while like I was really close with my coworkers. like I was really close with my manager like like my manager knew a lot about my personal life and like my business and everything like it wasn't just like any other job that I had like I was very deeply involved in it yeah totally and I looked at him and I just started crying and I was like I can't do it anymore like I can't live my life like this anymore like I might go and I might fail and I might have to come back, but I at least have to try. And so I walked out in the middle of my double and I just never looked back. back. It was just like literally like the beginning of the rest of my life. Like, well, it's so funny. Like we were talking about this earlier, but I never I didn't actually like relate it to myself. But, you know, this reminds me of it reminds me of like my story of leaving in and out because like I left because I was like I don't want this life and I tried to go do other things and then I ended up going back to in and out and then the 
second time that I left in and out. Or maybe it was like the third time I left in and out. Yeah. That's literally why I got the butterfly tattoo. And that's literally why I call it Breaking Butterfly is because like I got this tattoo to force me not to go back. Like end the cycle. End the cycle. Because like if I have a tattoo, like I I can't work there, right? Oh. Yeah. Like if I get a tattoo, like I was going to get the butterfly somewhere where you couldn't see it. Yeah. Just in case. So if I wanted to go back to in and out. But no, you put it out there, like... And then, like, spur the moment last second, I put it on my arm. Because I was like, no, if I'm going to be a fucking butterfly, I can't go back into my cocoon. Like, yeah, I'm being a fucking butterfly. Like, you can't cram yeah. a butterfly, like, back into the cocoon. Yeah, once um, your wings are out. Yeah. yeah. And I needed a, a tattoo to do that, or else I probably would have already gone back to in and out Yeah. But you just were like, yeah, no, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm out. That's amazing. And guys, like, this is exactly <laughs> – so with, like, my whole, like, rebrand, relaunch of Breaking Butterfly, I was literally like, okay, my intention with this podcast is to empower other women to see what's possible through other women's stories. Yeah. And then I just wanted Jess on because I was just like, she's fucking cool. She looks close <laughs> to me. Like, just come up here. And lo and behold, you have maybe, like, one of the best stories about, like – just doing it. Just fucking doing it. You have to do it. Fucking doing it. And so then yeah. after you quit your serving job, you it was still a while until you like oh, yeah. made money. So after I quit my serving job, I think I had like two months left in Florida before my lease ended. Yeah. And I had only gone back to serving for like a week. So it's not like I had – and it was also like things had just reopened. People were still scared to go out to eat. Like yeah. we were making like 20 bucks a shift. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like – Bumping or I anything. made money and saved it. So I was like, all right, well, still don't really have a job. Still don't have a fucking car. Like yeah. – <laughs> but I'm doing it. And I was just like, I'm going to make my business successful. I'm going to move mm. to Portland for a year. And then I'm going to move to California. And – and like that's literally exactly what, what I did. did. Yeah. But it was like, I feel like people look at these businesses online and I feel like for the most part, people only post like their highlight reels. And I know like you and I aren't like that. Like we both are very open I with share, like, like too much. our struggles and stuff. But I still think people don't really realize like no matter how many difficult things we share, like mm. how fucking hard it really is sometimes. And like... The shit that we've had to, like, go through to get to where we're at. Like, I know so many people that have quit at, like, places that we've been. But yeah, that's why we're where we're at. And I mean, I feel like most people, like, if they were in your situation, um, and this isn't, like, looking down on them or any hate, but, like, they would have just stayed. Yeah. Like, they would have been miserable at that job and just been, like, but they would have picked the security. Yeah, and like the stability. Fuck it, miserable. I mean, like, honestly, I feel like it's almost just like who you are. Like, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just like a, a personality trait or just like who you yeah. are as a person. But I'm almost curious, like, I don't know. Like, when you, like, did keep going back to your business, even though, like, it wasn't doing well, like, what's even going through your mind? Like, you just are so sure that it's going to work. Like, how do you have that much faith? That it's going to work. Because I have the same thing, but it's just, like, yeah. an interesting topic of, like... I don't know if, like... I mean, I do believe not everyone is cut out to be an entrepreneur, you know? Yeah. I think it's something that you have to have, like, deep within you. Yeah, And I it's agree. it's not for everyone, which is totally fine. But I just... 
always knew that not necessarily jewelry was what I wanted to do, but I knew that I wanted to have a brand that inspired people and motivated people because like my number one goal at the end of the day was that I wanted to help people and that's why like originally when I went to college it was for special education and then teaching um (laughs) which is kind of funny when you think about how like I am kind of going into like a coaching direction eventually Mm -hmm. so it's like it all kind of circles back into things that you're passionate about but I just knew that I wanted to have a brand where I could inspire people and motivate people and like jewelry was never like my passion yeah. exactly but jewelry but it at got the time like got me to being able to do that yeah. and I don't know how to explain it I just knew like I like knew back then I knew I was like it's gonna take me a while it's gonna fucking suck it's gonna mm. hurt I'm gonna it was just fail. worth it almost but like I knew like years from now I'd be so glad that I didn't give up because I really did believe I would be successful one day yeah and I think it just comes down to like so many people want a life like that but there's not security in the beginning there's not stability in the beginning there's not even security in the middle no honestly it's like very up and down yeah and that scares people And so then people feel that fear and they kind of let it start to run their whole life. And I felt that happen to me a few times because like like I said, like I went back to college and like for a semester and then I'd drop out and I'd go back for a semester and then I'd drop out and like I would go serve and not work on my shop. And I'd get into that, like, routine of, like, serving every day, not doing anything that makes me happy. And I'm like, no, I need to go home and I need to make jewelry like. I just have to keep going. Yeah. The thing that's coming up for me, though, is, like, I know, okay, like, in some terms, like, entrepreneurship entrepreneurship doesn't have that security, but I almost feel like being, um, like, an employee isn't always, like, secure either. Like, yeah. there's not security in entrepreneurship in the sense of, like, you never know what life is going to throw at you. Even, like, I thought that I was, like, so secure in my business. And I, I know I'm only like a year and a half in, but I thought I was like so secure in my business. And like even a year and a half in, I see that like life can just throw things at you and things can yeah. happen. But I almost feel like I feel like security is almost like something you create, not financially. Like security is like almost like a mindset of like your beliefs about yourself. Like I almost feel secure yeah. knowing that like I have the resources and the ability and like the um like the skills to create money or to do anything it's like almost like I don't need to rely on anybody else except for myself and yes there's like waves right it's not a consistent paycheck but I almost feel more secure knowing that like I don't fucking need anyone like I can make money definitely like at that point I definitely feel that now but back then like yeah before you ever know what it's like to have a successful business you don't know that you know it's just like I don't know if I'll be able to pay my rent selling jewelry but I know if I go work at a restaurant for a month I'll pay my rent so it's like like now being like 25 having this shop for like five years like I know like if I need to make money like I'll find a way and go and do it but back then before when I didn't get a fucking order for a year it's like well I know right now the only way I can pay my bills is if I go to another job. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, the amount of no's that I got on sales calls when I first started coaching, it was like one after another. Like, you want to work together? 
no, you're not gonna. Like, they didn't exactly say no, but it was just like the timing wasn't right. It just never worked out exactly. Like over and over and over, I was literally driving Postmates, uh, just like trying to make a little bit of extra money, or again, like sell clothes. I was selling all my clothes. It's so yeah. sad. I sold like all of my rave clothes, which. Yeah. No. I've sold so many good yeah. things for like nothing because I had no choice. Had it no was choice. like, yeah. And but materials come back. Like, materials come, come back. back. And and that's why I think like at the place I am at now, I can say that like I just feel so secure because I think yeah. I think maybe because I've like gone through so many ups and downs and like I'm still okay. Like yeah. even if you think about like the time when you had the least amount of money, yeah, like you were still okay. You know, like we're always okay. And yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I think people are too, yeah, they're too afraid of the insecurity. Yeah. In a sense. Or the so. stability. Stability. Or just yeah, like a the word. known paycheck. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I also agree with you. When I first started my um, like entrepreneurship journey, I truly believed that anyone could have a business like I truly believe that I still do to a certain extent I believe that anyone can do whatever they set their mind to but it I think because I was so passionate about it and so naturally good at it I was just like anyone can do this like come on come on like let's all just like make money for ourselves like come on like let's go and it did like I did realize that yeah it's not it's not for everyone it's, and not even because they can't do it. I think some people just, like, they don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm curious to hear from you. Like, what do you think? Okay. So we're talking about how there's so many, like, ups and downs of starting a business, right? Yeah. There's, like, really <laughs> high highs. And really low lows. And, like, really <laughs> low lows. I want to hear about, like, what has been, like, the highest high and the lowest low and then also like how do you stay sane and like get through those highs and the lows like what does it look like in your life to go through all of that I don't know if I stay sane through them (laughs) but I get through them one way or the other um I think my low honestly was last year because like I said, my lease in Florida was ending, mm-hmm. and I knew I wanted to move across the country. Um, and I knew it would be hard, mm-hmm. but I had no idea how hard that was going to be. Um, not to mention the timing of a global pandemic. Um, <laughs> it was just a lot, but my lease in Florida ended in August of... Was it 2019? 2020. When was the pandemic? 2020? I literally... What year are we in? I'm I don't so know. mixed up on my years. It's okay. like, I actually... I think it's... Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Okay, I know my lease ended in August. I don't know what year it was. Well, so... If the was, pandemic was 2020. Yeah, so like February 2020, pretty much. Yeah, it started in March. Yeah. Okay. So my lease in Florida ended in August of 2020. And my plan was to move to Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Um, and at that time, you know, I had quit my serving job and I was doing my shop full time and I was making more money than I had ever made with my shop. 
but it was certainly not enough to like move my ass across the country and have no other job yeah like at all um I ended up selling everything like I didn't have a u-haul I didn't have any furniture I sold everything and kept a few clothes and jackets and I was able to buy a new car but that was like where all the money went so there was like no money left over I basically had enough to buy a used car and get to Portland but by the time I got to Portland there was $11 in my bank account like I'm not exaggerating I'm not like zero savings like mad credit card debt no money like no consistent stable income like I remember um we left the hotel We stayed in a hotel the night before because we got there really late and the office wasn't closed, my husband and I. And so I remember driving to our apartment to get the keys and I looked at my bank account because we needed gas. Yeah. And I had $11 in my bank account from like driving there. Did you put the $11 in your car? Yeah. I put like five of it into my car because I didn't want to have zero in my bank account and it like got us to the apartment and it was like, okay, like we didn't even have a bed. We slept on the floor for the first week. Like, no. deadass, we took all of our hoodies, all of our jeans, all of our blankets, like, the dog bed, and we slept on the floor for a week in an empty-ass studio because we had no money, and we started doing DoorDash just, like, right away. Another, like, thing that made it really hard was um, the pandemic. All the restaurants were still closed in Portland when we got there, mm. and, like, my husband was a bartender. Like, I was only, like in the restaurant industry so it was like we were like I didn't want to get a job and I knew I wasn't going to get a job and I didn't but it was like there was no even options to get a job yeah and so I was literally like all right I'm in this new beautiful apartment on the other side of the country alone like I can't lose it I can't get evicted like which that's insane even on its own just like picking up and moving like that yeah I felt like Like, I needed it. Like, I felt like, like, when I quit the restaurant job to become full-time with my shop, that was, like, a moment in my life I knew that I needed to do. Yeah. And, like, getting out of Florida and just getting to the West Coast, like, I knew was something that I needed to do. Yeah. Because California's always been my dream, like, living here. I had never even been here before. I had never been to California, but ever since I was a kid, I wanted to live here. I just was like, I know that San Diego is it. Like, yeah. I'm like, I wish I lived in San Diego. <laughs> I, like, I am meant to live in San Diego. Like, I've never been there, but I know. Yeah. But I knew, like, at that point, I couldn't fucking afford it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go to Portland for a year and make it happen. And it's like, I feel like, obviously, you have to put the work in, but... The universe has a timing for everything. And at this point, I was like four years deep into like trying to do this. And it was like I had nothing left to lose. Four years is a lot. I had no money, like no career, no degree. It was just like like I'm alone on the other side of the country. Like this is the time for me to make it happen. And I mean I don't think it was like luck or anything because obviously I worked very hard, but it was just like Something inside me shifted once I got there and things just started working out for me because I think it's because I just like believed that it would. I didn't let the fear get to me. I was going to say it's almost like you weren't allowing like a plan B to like take up your energy. There was no plan B. Yeah. And I feel like that's so important because so many people are like, what's your backup plan? What's your plan B? Like, what are you going to do if this doesn't work out? 
and that was never a thought in my head there was no like this Mm -hmm. isn't gonna work out there was just this it might take longer than I anticipated but I know it's gonna work out yeah because truly personally I don't think failure is like a real thing I was literally about to ask you that yeah like a couple minutes ago I was gonna ask you because I I know we have like the same view on it but like it's not. I think real. failure is a fake thing that we make in our head because we let the fear get to us. It's and a perspective that we have created. Yeah. It's and literally like a social construct. And like, it only like thing. And it only happens if you quit. Yeah. Like it's impossible to no, fail unless truly, you quit. I really, really, really yeah. feel like the only way failure exists is if you give up. Yeah. And I knew I wasn't going to give up. I was like, four years deep into this shit like broke as fuck still going I'm like there's no plan b there's no giving up like I'll struggle until I have to make it happen and it was like I think once I decided that once I made that decision that I was going to be successful I wasn't going to do a plan b I wasn't going to go back to serving part-time and trying to run my business like Mm. I was all in no matter how hard it got And then it just happened, like, not overnight, but, like, throughout this past year. And, like, I showed you my website, like, analytics, like, 2020. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) 2020, I made $24,000 for the whole year. And this year, 2021, I'm over 100K in October. Yeah. So it's, like... Actually. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. No, we looked this morning, and it was at 111. Yeah. And it was just crazy because it's like what if I would have given up like four years ago or like what if I never would have tried again like I, I mean and I think that's what what will be a lot of people's regret like especially even like you know if people hear this story they might think back to something that they just like quit on and start yeah. thinking like yeah what if like what if I just kept going you know yeah um but I want to like go back to that like topic and conversation of like almost like having no other choice because both of our stories are very similar in the sense of like I didn't really have a choice either but to like sign clients like I was not going to pay my bills pay my rent or anything like yeah if I didn't sign a client so like I just needed to um and a lot of my clients that are building businesses sorry I'm wearing a skirt but I'm literally just like legs open (laughs) right now and it's fine um but a lot of my clients like they they will like want to like do a business right and they're like but I need to like save a bunch of money first I need to figure out like my health insurance like I need to do this I need to do that and then their business doesn't move anywhere because it's almost like they're just like what was that it wasn't you oh I I felt like the whole room like kind of like shake a little bit I shook the couch no, I think it was someone closing the door downstairs, honestly. Anyhow, um, a lot of my clients will be like, um, you know, just like really, really planning. Like I need to get yeah. savings. I need to do this. And they just keep planning and planning and planning to quit their job. And I used to just like my advice is kind of like just quit and struggle. Like yeah. just fucking quit and just like be in that because like once you quit like you have no other choice like that is going to motivate you it's almost like they struggle to get motivated and their business like isn't working and I'm like just quit because then you have to do it like you have to do everything that you can and then I started realizing I'm like is that bad advice no 
<laughs> I'm like, is that? Bad? I tell people the same thing, and they think I'm like so extreme and crazy. But I'm yeah. like, I didn't get any fucking sales for four years, and then I quit, There's and no I'm a six way. figure. Because you're always gonna just be comfortable, like yeah. if you just stay in your job. And like, I think like be a li- you can be a little smart about it. Like maybe like work for another month and just like save every penny, just so you have like a little cushion. But I just think like, dude, you just have to like. I think a lot of people are waiting for, like, the perfect moment or the right opportunity. And, you know, that's a message I get. Like, um, people ask me a lot about, like, how do you start your business? Like, what is, like, the first step? And I hate this I kind of feel bad because I feel like people are coming to me looking for me to give them, like, an instruction or guide or, like, three or four steps on, like, what you need to do or how you need to be. And it's, like... There's no handbook. There's no rules. Like, yeah. well, if you're if waiting. You gave it to them, they still wouldn't do anything with it because it's not – they want to hear something that's going to make it easy. Yeah. And it's like yeah. so many people wait for the perfect moment, the perfect opportunity. They wait to have enough money in their savings. They wait for the timing to be right. Yeah. And if you're waiting for things like that, you're going to be waiting for your entire life. Like, it's never going to feel like a good time to quit your job, you know? Like, you're never going to feel like you have enough money in your savings. Never. Like, you're never going to feel fully comfortable doing something that's going to make you grow. Because you don't grow when you're comfortable. Like, you grow when you're uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think everything happened for me the way that it was supposed to. Like, I believe, like, the universe's timing is always, like, correct. But I don't think it's, like, a coincidence that my shop took off when I had no other option or other money because it's like yeah I failed and struggled for four years like but I just think about how much energy I was putting into serving yeah and like running around (laughs) running around working like 40 to 60 hours a week like no shit my business was not doing well I was staying up all night making jewelry and like posting in the bathroom like while someone was watching my table literally like I'd be like can you watch my section and I would go into the bathroom and I would tweet a bunch of new products and like share on my Instagram story then go back out like check on my table go back in like retweet it like well I think that's probably another reason that it just like has worked in the end anyway yeah is because you're that fucking dedicated like if you're trying to start a business and you are still at your job like literally that's okay listen to what Jess just said though (laughs) that she's doing yeah or that she did do yeah literally still working while you're when I was working my job and I was um becoming a coach and trying to um like get clients and stuff I would do the same thing like I would literally clock out for like five minutes go outside like under a tree like record some Instagram <laughs> stories and then like go back inside and like start shipping packages put your apron back on like <laughs> exactly well this is when I was working for my boss out here like I was oh um, the clothing clothing so yeah. I could, like I won't lie like I was able to like clock out like it wasn't as bad yeah. I was over exaggerating a little bit no but I would go outside like in the front yard <laughs> so she didn't like you know like see really like she wouldn't have really cared but I was just like sneaking around and then like at home like I didn't have an office like this like I feel so grateful now that I just like have this but at home like I recorded all my podcasts in the car like just after I was like done working literally in the parking garage that you parked in that spot yeah it's like dark and I'm just like with my mic in the car like no, you got to fucking just do it and make yeah. it happen. Like, there is absolutely no excuse that you could give me 
Like, if you're wanting to start a business, but you're just making excuses for it, there is no excuse that you could give me that, like, I, like, would be fair. Actually, that's not true. I guess there's some certain circumstances, but not really. But not really. No, you can make it happen. If I can have a tent top and be in the bathroom tweeting about my earrings <laughs> that they made at, like, 2 a.m. Like, Here's your food. I hope you enjoy it. Like, I gotta, I'll be right back. Yeah. I got something more important to do. Yeah. Like, and yeah. maybe it didn't work then in that moment. No, not at all. But that, but that dedication, I feel like, led you to, like, yeah. obviously it's working. Like, yeah. the belief that you had in it and the dedication you had to it like I don't know that's that's going back to my question of like how, like how like it's just I guess it's just who you are but I feel like I don't know you just have a lot of strength and passion and dedication and resilience truly I feel like you're like yeah. the epitome of like resilience I think for me a lot of it came from um I was very independent from a young age you know like I didn't have like family where like if I couldn't pay my rent I could like call someone and be like hey like can you help me out this month like I was very much on my own like taking care of myself and I just learned through that like those four years that my business was not doing well I was working so hard like I had two serving jobs for like two years straight like I was working 80 hours a week Everyone was out partying on the weekends. I was working doubles. Every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, like, every holiday, like, I was working. I just, like, maybe I've just always been, like, an independent hard worker, but I just, like, it never bothered me. Like, if I knew that it was going to get me somewhere, I was okay with doing it. And I just knew that I didn't want to settle for, like, a life where... I'm not saying that people that have this certain lifestyle are settling where they work like a nine to five and they just like graduated college, like get a job, work till they're 60, like have a family retire. Like there's nothing wrong. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But I knew it wouldn't make me happy or fulfilled. And I just knew that I saw a quote the other day on Twitter, actually, which like I really, really fucking liked. It was um, the only person coming to save you is your higher self. And I love that because I I was just, I felt very alone. I was alone. Like, I didn't have anyone helping me for a very long time. Like, still, like, no one helps me. Like, I take care of myself. But I just knew, like, if I wanted to be who I wanted to be, if I wanted the life that I wanted to have, nobody was going to do it for me. It wasn't just going to get easy one day. Like, it wasn't going to fall into my lap. Like, Maybe that happens for some people where they get, like, lucky or whatever, but I just, like, knew that wasn't me. I just knew, like, if I want this, which I know that I do, I'm going to have to fight for it. And it's, like, maybe the universe was just testing me to see, like, if I really fucking wanted it because it took so long. But it's, like, I did, like, and I fought Mm -hmm. for it and I have it now. And it's, like, yeah, those years were really, really hard. And it's still really, really hard. I don't think it ever gets easier. I think you just learn that as an entrepreneur, success comes in waves. Yeah. There's going to be like weeks or months or even years where you're really, really on top. Yeah. And then there's going to be weeks or months, <laughs> maybe years where you're really, really on the bottom. Yeah. And you just have to know that if you keep trying, like you're going to get back on top again because yeah. you can't fail if you don't give up. Yeah. Did and I say that right? Did it? You can't fail 
if you don't give up if you don't give up yeah exactly yeah well and I also think like even just to add in like a new perspective like is being in like a low period like yes we always want to come back on top like when we're in the low of course we're working on like getting back on top like getting back into like the highs but also like are the lows actually that bad it's almost like a perspective that we create that like yeah oh like I'm low like I have to get back I have to get back I have to win and like you know kind of what I've been going through lately that I was telling Jess is like I was on like such a high for like two years like you're kind of like in a low for like a yeah. couple of years <laughs> I was literally on a goddamn fucking high like yeah god complex everything's perfect don't fucking touch me I'm amazing yeah mindset for like two years not like consciously I didn't really like think those thoughts about myself but like I just had it like really figured out like I was the happiest you almost feel untouchable I felt untouchable invincible and my success kept like snowballing yeah and then like the moment it kind of like it didn't even plummet. It would just kind of like went down a little bit. Like I just kept going up, 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 up. And then I kind of had like a little dip. And it was just like, it made me realize that the highs and the success isn't actually what it's about. And like, it's fun to reach for those things. Of course, like when I'm low, I'm not just like, oh, like I'm low. I'm always like, okay, like how do I get back? Like, how do I like move forward and like get back on my feet again? But in a sense, it's just like, that's not really what it's all about for me no. at least right now. Like I'm more just like how can I love the present moment even if it's a low? Like what am I learning? Um, like I don't know. Like I feel like the lows are nothing to be afraid of. If, if, yeah. any, if anything, the entrepreneurship journey is just like a very amplified way of like living life. Yeah. Because like we said, it's like very high highs, very low lows. And like yeah, yeah the lows – feel shitty sometimes but it's almost like you can almost like find joy in it yeah and you learn like throughout time you need the lows yeah because people always say like there's the breakdown before the breakthrough exactly and like I'll be real with you like right now like my shop isn't doing like as well financially as it was in the beginning of the year yeah and it's by no means doing bad. Like, I'm still, like, fully paying bills. Like, yeah. everything's fine. I was the same But it's, like, year. sometimes you look at numbers and you get so caught up in just the numbers. And you have to take a step back and realize, like, for me at least, being an entrepreneur, like, having my own business, it's very personal. Yeah. Like, my brand is a direct extension of myself. And if you want to run a business like that, like, yeah. I feel like my business is very interconnected to, like, my inner work and healing and spiritual journey. 1,000%. And so if I step outside the box and see that my business isn't doing as well, every single time, like, spiritually, mentally, I'm not doing as well. Yeah. Like, it's all connected. Yeah. And so it's, like, if my business isn't doing well, it's a chance for me to take a step back and be, like, okay, like, what part of me needs healing? Yeah. And then I go and I do the work, and it fucking sucks sometimes, yeah, and it's stressful, but it's, like, just do the work. Like, yeah. feel it. It's like, like you there's no other option. almost fall with the journey, even yeah. it sucks. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, it sucks, but... You know, it won't suck forever and you know that you're learning something from it and that it's happening for a reason. Exactly. Um, 
fuck I totally just forgot what I was gonna say and it was so good wait remind me what you just said I don't even remember (laughs) um having a business is very personal and connected to your inner okay thank you self got it yes (laughs) so I actually put on my application like to work with me um especially like business coaching I put on there like is your business like a like a spiritually based business like is it a heart-centered business where you're like connected to the universe and it's like yes no but I want it to be and like no it's just business like I don't care about the fucking universe and like I actually just out of my own boundaries and personal preference like I won't coach anyone that isn't like exactly what you said like so connected to their like healing journey and personal journey with business because like I just don't know how to coach on that I don't know how to teach it any other way like mine is so directly correlated with God and like my own yeah personal development that like yeah I don't know how to help your business any other way like like if you can't help yourself like like, I can't help you yeah it's it's like it's hard for me to teach business without the um like spirituality aspect of things because it is so it's very spiritual like I feel like no one ever talks about that but it's like if you want to run a business, like, you have to be able to be very real with yourself about, yeah. like, your inner healing and, like, yeah. I wasn't spiritual until I had my business, yeah. like, at all. Like, I was not spiritual. I was, like, atheist. And then once I started my business, like, I had this, like, deep knowing that, like, the universe was working through me. Like, even everything that, like, I say and I share and I do and like all the things I go through like even like when people are like oh my god like I you know I'm just like obsessed with what you do like I'm obsessed with like this teaching or that or like your podcast like I hear it like and I I take it like as me you know like as Maddie but in a sense like that compliment isn't directed towards me it's like directed towards just like life and the universe is just coming through me and I just like knew that because I would say things like even right now like I'll say things and I'm like I didn't come up with that like that wasn't Maddie it was like I'm like channeling like I'm so tapped in and so once I started realizing that like I started saying shit and I was like that literally wasn't me I started to realize like oh my god like god is real and and that's when I became spiritual sometimes yeah the way that it comes to you and I'm still not like very spiritual in a sense of like crystals and like like more like woo woo like feminine embodiment like witchy stuff like that type of spiritual is very like trendy right now that's not really how I am but it's more just like yeah what we've been talking about this whole time like this like deep knowing of just like everything's working out for me it's exactly what it's supposed to be like this is my divine path like I'm almost just, like, allowing life to happen through me. I actually asked this guy the other day. I was talking to this guy, and he was, like, very, like, very tapped in. Like, he was just, like, a very unique being. Like, nothing like you've ever, like, met anyone. So I was just, like, racking his brain. We were just talking about all types of deep shit. Like, first conversation. And I asked him, like, straight up. I was like, what do you think is the meaning of life? I ask everyone that, like. Even, like, yesterday I did that podcast interview. I'm like, what do you think is the meaning of life? She's like, what? <laughs> Such a deep question. But I asked him that, and he was like, he was like, yes, we have, like, a- like free agency and choices, but, like, 
we don't actually like life is doing what it's supposed to do and like what we're supposed to be doing on this earth is just like getting out of its way like just allow life to happen allow like creativity to happen like just allow it stop trying to like force force it it and change it and we can still be like strong and like make decisions and move past our fears but like just like allow it to move through and I was like (laughs) I've never heard that I just thought it was interesting what do you think is the meaning of life (laughs) I think for me and I think it's so different for everyone yeah and like I don't think we're really supposed to like figure it out or there's not supposed to be like a one One size fits all yeah but for me I think the meaning of life is to okay (laughs) I'm gonna get really deep (laughs) has anyone ever asked you (laughs) Yeah, but right, <laughs> I ponder it a lot. Yeah, so I'm like trying I feel to find like it words. changes through different stages of your yeah. life. I feel like it's like full expression and like to play. Like I feel like we're on this world, like on this planet to just like play and experience and do whatever the fuck we want. Like truly, that's why I'm so passionate about confidence is because yeah. I believe this world is almost like our playground. There's so many things to experience and do and see and 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 just experience but our confidence is the one thing that prevents us from doing that and that's why I'm so I'm so passionate about it because once you gain confidence and you're able to work through fears and doubts and whatnot like you can truly experience to the fullest extent but yeah I got caught up with that because I've been thinking lately is the point of this world to like change the world for the better like are we here are we supposed to be like I don't know like is the point to like help the world heal and almost like create a new earth like have you read a new earth by Eckhart Tolle no but I like yeah. read about it yeah I mean like are, are we here like should we be like devoting our lives to like yeah helping heal people or am I supposed to just like allow humans course to just take its course and then just like be selfish and just play you know so I've almost more been thinking about like from a selfish standpoint of just like experiencing everything to like humanity I don't know what do you think (laughs) I'm so curious I don't think I know (laughs) I think like I think it's like I feel very similar to you like I feel like to like heal and help people but also to just be yeah and just like experience it and like we have no idea what like came before us we have no idea I mean we all have like our beliefs about like what happens when yeah we die but it's like you don't really know until it happens and it's like I think right now it's just to be I feel like, but I feel like my answer could definitely change like in a different chapter of my life. When I was like fully atheist, like what I would always say is like, I don't like people would be like, well, if you're just atheist, like, I don't know, like you you should believe in something, you know? Yeah. And I was like, it's not that I like don't believe in anything. It's that I believe that like we're not supposed to try and figure it out. Like, why is everyone so... Like, Like we're here right now and that is enough. Yeah, like, like, why is everyone so pressing on figuring it out? And, like, I mean, that's why religion was created, just, like, out of fear almost of, like... Yeah. We all hate uncertainty. Yeah. We just want to know what's going to happen. But I don't think we're supposed to know. Why do we need to know? Yeah. I don't... 
I just want to be here now. Like, yeah. I just want to go play. I want to go get some tacos with you and, like, run around on the beach. Yeah. And, and just feel good. And just, like, feel good and, like, watch movies, like, blast music with the windows down. I don't know. Golf. Go bowling. I don't think we need paint. to know. We don't need to know. I don't think it all has to be, like, figured out, I think. Yeah. I think the moment that you, like, let go of trying to figure it out, the moment you can, like, actually enjoy, honestly. Because if you're just sitting in your room, like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, what is the purpose? What is my purpose? It's you're like. You're not going to find it. No. You find it by going out just, and like, living. Just create it. Just, like, make it up. Just make shit up, yeah. honestly. <laughs> That's what I do. I just, like, sometimes I feel like it might be, like, the Pisces in me. Sorry, I keep moving away from my microphone. But I feel like you're so much bigger on the screen because the couch is closer. Oh. So I keep moving forward, but then I'm away from the mic. <laughs> um, I feel... Do you want me to face you? No. No, it's fine. <laughs> I just kept trying to, like, sit up so that we were, like, even. I don't know. I'm just... Whatever. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? I Fuck. don't know. Tacos. <laughs> I was saying tacos. I'm so hungry. Are you? Um, no, what was I saying? Um, was it about purpose? Oh, we're going to be the worst friends because I forget everything, like, while I'm talking we're about We're going to be it. best friends. We are, we are best, best friends. friends. <laughs> but we're just going to, like, not Yeah, know no, I can't remember on. what I said two minutes ago. Yeah, I always feel that way. I do that even, like, um, I was so almost, like, embarrassed when I first started coaching because yeah. I would do that, like, very often. Like, I would just be talking or teaching and I would just forget. It happened to me when I was doing my coaching course in February I would be yeah. talking like on a roll and then my train of thought would just, just like halt gone. and I'm just like um so <laughs> literally and my clients know me too so my clients will literally like remind me in the chat like what I was talking about it's, oh. and they just know like they know I'll just yeah. like forget and like one of my I girls don't remember either they've always just got me I'm like wait guys what was I talking about and someone in the chat will be like this thing and I'm like <laughs> Thank you. Okay, we're back on track. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but okay. Next question I have. So <laughs> we're talking a lot about fear. Yeah. And like failure, like fear of judgment. Yeah. Like if someone was listening right now and they've like been wanting to start a business so bad, but they're so afraid of what people are going to think of them. They're so afraid of failing. Like what would you actually say to them? Like besides like just do it. Okay, I get this a lot. Yeah, like s- like speak directly you're, to them right you're now. You're not going to like my answer. Perfect. You're not. They don't like my answers but, either. <laughs> like, actually. I think there comes a time in, like, today's world, business is very, like, social media oriented. So, like, yeah. I'm not saying you have to use social media to be successful, but, like, in our kind of work, you yeah. know, we do. It just yeah. It is what it is. And... When you make the decision to put yourself out there on social media like that, there's going to be people that don't like you. There just yeah, is. Thank you. Like, there's mm-hmm. going to be people that say mean things for no reason. There's going to be people that judge you. There's going to be people that unfollow you. There's going to be people that talk shit about you. And it's like, everyone is so afraid of that happening. And I get it. I was too. Like, for years, the entire four years that I lived in Tallahassee, I wanted to go on Instagram stories and talk just about, like, motivating, inspiring shit. Yeah. 
and I didn't because I was so scared of like what some people were gonna think of me because I just knew like some people were gonna have some shit to say and be like you're fucking crazy like shut up stop and so I let that fear hold me back for so long but it's like it's inevitable it's gonna happen and when it does like those aren't the people you're talking to anyway so if they want to make fun of you like if they want to unfollow you like let them go because those aren't the people that you're trying to reach the people that stay the people that care about what you have to say like those are who you're speaking to and they're gonna be there and they're gonna listen to you and like they're gonna appreciate you for putting yourself out there because I feel like so many people want to do that and so many people don't because they're scared that people aren't gonna like them and you can't go through life trying to make everybody happy. It's not yeah. going to work. They're already not happy with you. Yeah. And you're not even doing the thing that you want to do. Yeah. People are probably, like, I always say this too, like, people are probably already talking about you. Like, yeah. Uh, we were kind of talking about this in, like, Metamorphosis this week of, like, you know, someone was talking about, like, social anxiety, right? And I'm teaching them how to, like, be really real with, like, look at reality actually like pretty much what you just said like look at reality when you're thinking this because most people will just be like no one's actually talking about me everybody loves me and like that's bullshit and that's just like a band-aid and it's not actually gonna fix anything um like we were talking about it and like one of the girls was saying like you know um like most people aren't actually thinking about you they're thinking about themselves and I was like that's so like true true, and that's so right and also don't tell yourself that to try to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Look at the reality. Like, you're trying to tell yourself that to avoid the fear. Like, avoid yeah. the reality that someone might say something about you or someone might think something about you. And you're just making the fear worse, right? You're just yeah. slapping on a Band-Aid of, like, oh, they're thinking about themselves more than me. Like, okay, that makes myself feel a little bit better. Like, no. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I know that makes you feel better thinking that, but, like, just sit with the reality that, like, not everyone's gonna like you. Not they everyone's don't have gonna to. like you. Yeah. And like, once you make the decision to start showing up, like, as your most authentic self, mm-hmm. I feel like you had a podcast about this that I listened to like months ago mm-hmm. when I lived in Portland, and you were talking about how like making like a business Instagram page and how like people might unfollow it because they don't want to follow like that chapter of your life or they just like don't care or whatever and you were just like let them unfollow you because the people that are meant to find you are going to find you and Mm -hmm. it's like if they don't like your authentic self if they don't like like what your mission is or what you're trying to do like who cares like you don't those aren't the people that you're trying to reach and the Mm -hmm. more that you show up the more you're going to attract people who are, like, what you're looking for or are, like, who need to hear what you have to yeah. say or, like, what you need to see, like. But if you keep trying to cater to the old people. That you right, don't even really like. That you don't even really like. That don't really like you. That don't really like you. You're just going to attract more people. of that. Exactly. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's, like, the more you hold on, like, even just energetically, the more you hold on to something that's not actually right for you the more you're not allowing like the right thing to come through and that kind of relates back to your story actually of like if you would have been able to keep holding or if you would have kept holding on to the serving job that you knew wasn't right for you then I'd like, probably you would have still nev- be in Florida being a server exactly Literally. yeah exactly. I would still be where I was mm, I love that 
And we wouldn't be best friends. And we wouldn't be best <laughs> friends. That would be fucking stupid. Yeah. I literally I literally have no friends in California. I have friends. I just don't have friends here. I have, like it's hard to meet girls that you yeah. like. Honestly, you have to meet them like online. And then Yeah. Especially in a pandemic. It's not like you can just like go out and like meet people organically really. And I mean, even when that was a thing, I yeah. didn't do it. I'm not that's not me. But also even just like in LA, like San Diego's probably a little bit different, but like LA is Yeah. It's hard to find like real people, honestly. <laughs> so Yeah. <Anywho. laughs> um okay. Tying things up a little bit. Is there anything else that you feel is like important to share? Like yeah. any topics that we need to talk about? <laughs> I feel like I just want to say, like, one thing that I tell myself all the time. I already told you it. We talked about it. But, like, things can change for you at any moment. Mm -hmm. And so if you feel like what you're doing isn't working, if you feel like it's been a long time of not working, like, so many people give up right before the breakthrough. I see it all the time. Like, literally, they're so fucking close. They're, like, one step away, and they're, like, it's been too hard. It's been too long. I'm done. Don't be like that because, like, your breakthrough can literally be, like, just around the corner. It could be tomorrow. It could be in 10 minutes. Like, Like, all it takes is one connection, like, one client, like, one viral post, like, literally, like, one little thing, and your entire life could change, and it could happen at any minute. Like, really. And obviously from Jess's story, like, if you truly believe in something, like, there's no way that it's not going to work out for you. Like, it's all about the beliefs. Like, if you you truly believe in it and you believe in yourself, like, because some people might be thinking, like, why would I keep going if it's actually not going to work for me? Like, maybe this just really isn't meant for me. If you believe in it and you feel, like, called to it and you feel inspired to do that thing, it's for a reason. Like, I, I know that in my heart. Like, it's for a reason. You're not yeah. feeling called to do that thing just for nothing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It will work out, I believe. It so, will. Yeah. I was just watching this video on Facebook of this woman, and she was talking about how she, like, was doing, like, pageants. Have you seen this? She's, like, Miss USA. And she said that she's, like, she went to this pageant, and she lost. And then she went again, and then she lost. And she went again, and then she lost. She went again. She lost. She went yeah. again. She lost. And then she went again. And she won. And now she's Miss USA. Yeah. Like, yeah. people would have stopped after three. They would have been like, yeah. okay, this isn't working. Like, I just don't believe, like we said, like, I just don't believe failure is, is possible. And it can change at any moment. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? I ask all my um, interviewees this. <laughs> Or just guests. It's not even interviewees. Because I love that we just have, like, conversation now. Before it was yeah. very, like, the way I did interviews or guests was, like, just very interview. Yeah. I'm just interviewing you. I love just, like, having conversation. Like, I don't even feel like we've been recording this whole no. time. <laughs> um, but I always ask all my guests, what would you say to yourself if you, at your lowest point, was listening on the podcast right now? Things can change at any moment. Like, I know I already said it, but it's like, I'm not kidding. If you follow me on Twitter, you know, I tweet this shit like three times a day because I'm walking around saying it in my head all day, every day. Like, things can change for you at any moment. 
Yeah. But if you give up, like, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. I love literally, it. I say it in my head all day, every day. Like, I love that you'd stand so strong in that. Like, I'll probably answer. get it tattooed on me, honestly. Like, I really, really, truly believe, like, let's go get tatted. I'm down. Okay. Like, let's go. I'm not even kidding. I'm down. Like, I'll go. But no, like, I think there's a lot of things I could have said, like, to my younger self, but, like, I feel like I just knew, like, in 2016, like, that first year, I didn't make a sale. I could have just quit, but, like, deep down, I knew, like, yeah. okay, if you quit, what are you going to do? Go get a college degree and be miserable? Go yeah. be a server till you're 40 and be miserable? Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, but it wasn't going to make me happy. And so, really just, yeah, like, Hold it's going to happen, like. And it's going to happen, like, when you least expect it, like, Mm. yeah. (laughs) I'm probably sounding like a broken record, but it's, like, I'm not kidding Mm. when I say, literally, if you pull out my Twitter right now, I tweet that every day, at least once. No, I love it. Like, it's in my head all day, every day. I tell everyone, like, when I was coaching, I told all my clients, like, when people message me for advice, it's, like, you have to believe that things can change for you at any moment. Yeah. Because they can. Yeah. And it's almost like you have to believe that, like, the life can't, like, that life can be, like, on the up and up. Yeah. Like, almost, like, expect it to. Like, you have to expect for something to change. You have to expect for good things to happen. Um, Or else you're just, yeah, you're holding the energy of. Yeah. Just old energy forever. I love that because, like, I think that you almost, like, can't say it too many times because – you never know when, like, one day, like, they've seen you tweet it every single day, and then one day it just, like, clicks for them, and they, like, read it differently, and they're like, yeah. oh, my God. It's almost like the first time they're seeing you post that. So, yeah. even, like... No, it's one of those things, like, the more you think about the more, and it's, like, I've said that to myself for years, and it's, like, had a different meaning, like, through each chapter of my life, yeah. like... I love it. It, like, evolves as you evolve, like... When you think you've reached, like, your highest potential, like, there's always more. Like, you can always go further. I'm, like, getting excited <laughs> right now, even just, like, thinking about it more and more. Because at first, I'm like, oh, that's so cute, Jess. Yeah. yeah. Like, things can change at any I moment, know. People guys. are like, all right, you little, like, happy hippie bitch, but, whatever. But no, like, but really I mean, think about it. I'm, like, like, really thinking about it, like, right now sitting here. And I'm like, because I almost feel – I don't feel stuck, but I feel like things have looked very similar for a while. Like, I yeah. haven't really had that, like, quantum leap in yeah. a while where I'm like, holy shit, like, this is happening. Or, like, oh, my God, this huge shift. It's almost just yeah. kind of like everything's going. And even just thinking about for myself, like, holy shit, everything could yeah. change, like, in a moment. Your entire life could change, like – more than like what you could even imagine like something better than you could even imagine right now could happen it's sinking in i see it on your face <laughs> i'll fucking tweet it until the day i die bro like yeah. i'll t- i'll literally go tattoo it on me today like damn like i really really cuz like i have so many like coming back into my business like kind of after that low and like just doing the relaunch of this and not even like relaunch, just like rebranding yeah. and kind of like revisiting like the way I feel about my business and how I'm doing things. Like I have such big dreams right now and I want things to look so differently, but it almost just feels like 
a dream right now. Like it's almost really just, far out of reach. Yeah, it just feels like, oh yeah, like this is the direction I'm going. But we could literally go to the Venice Boardwalk right now and meet somebody that just like literally shifts life. that. Yeah. You're blowing my mind. <laughs> um Okay. So you know at the end of every episode I give like a little baby step to the listeners at home to kind of like start implementing the things that we've talked about yeah what's a good baby step we could give them to just like your job (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding baby step um i mean that is a baby step in the grand (laughs) it's a big step but it's almost like a baby step in the grand scheme of things i feel like maybe like a more realistic baby step yeah something doable something they could do in like the next 24 hours that like feels really good to them do one thing you've been scared to do because of what other people might think of you. Yeah. Like, go talk on your Instagram stories. Like, go take a picture in public. Like, go reach out to a client. Like, yeah. Post- make a website. If you're one of those people that's been messaging me, like, how do I start a business? Today's the Literally fucking day. Literally just sign up for Shopify. Go make a Shopify <laughs> or a big cartel or, yeah. like... Go on Etsy and look for a wholesaler. Like, go on TikTok and look up how to make a hoodie. Like, just do one little thing. I love that. And then if you make a post, we should think of, like, a cute hashtag or something that's, like, kind of discreet, but that, like, we can go see everyone's posts. Like, everyone posts something that you've always been afraid to post because, like, of what your family thinks or what other people will think of you. Out of my cocoon. Because we're both obsessed with butterflies. Okay, and then use <laughs> hashtag out of my cocoon and tag us. Is that lame? I don't, I don't care. Know. I don't know if it's lame. I don't know if anyone will really do that, but I would love that. Like, if you post something that you're so <laughs> proud of that you're like, I can't believe I'm sharing this, like, show tag us. us. Yeah, show <laughs> us. I want to fucking see. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay, that's a good baby step. Um, and then to kind of end things off, um, just I know you're going to hate this question. is it about me yeah (laughs) what do you have going on where can we find you like oh moon bloomer (laughs) (laughs) i am moon bloomer um my instagram my personal instagram is moon bloomer my shop is shop moon bloomer my website's (laughs) moonbloomer.com just moon bloomer my tiktok's moon bloomer my twitter's moon bloomer but only follow me if you're not like judgmental (laughs) (laughs) because she's real as fuck (laughs) Um, yeah, I am Moon Bloomer. <laughs> okay, maybe that was an easy question. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, yeah, you're amazing. <laughs> you're seriously amazing. You're amazing. I'm like, I feel so honored to have you here. Thank you for being here. I'm sure all of my listeners are just like so inspired <laughs> by you right now. Seriously. So thank you for being here. Thank, thank you, you for here. having me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, I will tag all of jess's i mean it's pretty easy just moon bloomer (laughs) but i'll tag them in the show notes anyway so that you guys can connect with her and hang out and buy some cute rings she brought me some rings and i'm like (laughs) so happy i just feel so cute in them um and yeah i'll leave that all there so you guys can connect with her and let us know how you like this episode i'll do an outro later but thank you i love you you're amazing i love you okay bye guys (laughs) bye Hello. Okay, I am back. It's just me. Hello. Ah, wasn't that so good? I told you it was going to be good. <laughs> it's really good. A lot of good um, 
story sharing and good little tidbits of like just good insights and perspectives on everything and um wow it was just such a pleasure having Jess on on the podcast so if you guys love this episode you know the drill feel free to share it on your story. If you do, please tag Jess as well as tagging me. Um, and as always, if you want to leave a rating and review, that's always much, muchly appreciated. I was going to say muchly appreciated. Very much appreciated. Um, and yeah, I think this episode is definitely one to listen to again and again and again when you are experiencing that doubt or you're wanting to give up like this is this is the one. So I hope you guys really loved it. Feel free to share it with anyone that you feel um, could get something good out of it. Other than that, I will leave all of Jess's information in the show notes so that you guys can get connected with her, buy jewelry from her shop because it's so fucking beautiful. Um, I love you guys so much. I hope you have the most beautiful week this week and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.